0: Hello and welcome to episode number two of leading like a mother. My name is Jackie. I'm your host and I am super excited to bring you this episode with my friend Alex, who has navigated through the New Jersey early intervention program. She realized early on that her son needed a little extra help. So during this episode, we're going to talk about the steps that she took so that she could get her son into a wonderful program and amazing therapist. Welcome to Leading Like a Mother podcast. We're raising our families while building our businesses. Are you a mother that's tired of Facebook groups that have a million opinions? Do you want real stories that you can relate to? Do you wanna hear from local experts that can help you with your questions? Well, that's what we're here for. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number two of Leading Like a Mother. I am your host, Jackie Stinson, and I'm super excited to have my guest, Alex Schoenstead. She owns her own video company. She does weddings and commercial video, and we just hit it off from the first day that we met, so I love her to death. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) So I wanted to bring her on with one of our episodes. I mean, we're going to have so many episodes with her because she's just so awesome. Um, but this first episode is about her son and your son is how old is Reed now?
1: He is almost two.
0: Okay. Okay. And uh, we're going to talk about autism and the IEPs and how the whole system works in New Jersey, because I am ignorant of that. I have no idea. I love to learn from her. Um, So I think this is a great episode for any mother out there that you know may have some idea that something may be going on for their child. And she is a great advocate for her child, just like any mother, of course, but she knew it very early on. So Awesome. I'm super excited. This is going to be great. I think this is going to help so many people. So Alex, first tell us a little bit about you and your business.
1: Sure. So um, I'm Alex Schoenstatt. As Jackie has said, um, I am the owner of Show & Films Wedding Videography. I also do a little bit of commercial work and I'm based in Marlton, New Jersey. And a lot of my focus is weddings and helping small brands with uh, bringing their vision to life.
0: That's awesome. I think branding is going to be so important this year, especially with the quarantine and everything. I mean, everybody is on social media now, so you got to have your videos done by Alex. (laughs) 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 So let's talk about when you started to see if there were issues or delays or anything like that with Reed.
1: Yes. So... When you are going through the whole parenthood um, journey, the one thing that caught me off guard, honestly, is doing the one-year appointment. Mm. Um, Some of you parents may be familiar with this. You get the packet of 50 million questions you have to (laughs) answer about like how your kid is doing, like are they they able to throw a ball or like pick a goldfish out of a cup, like really weird things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so as I was tallying all that stuff up at the doctor's office, I'm like, is he behind? Oh, okay. Um, Because the biggest thing for me is that I personally have autism spectrum disorder. And Mm -hmm. so for me, that was stuff that was fairly early on. And there was not a lot of information about being able to pick that kind of stuff up yet. Yeah. So given my history with that, um, combined with like some areas of him being a little bit behind, Mm -hmm. um, I had basically said to my pediatrician, so for him, Mm -hmm. and I said, Okay, like he seems a little behind in areas. Is there anything that I could be doing? Like, could I get him into a program or what have you? And actually they suggested for me to call the New Jersey early intervention hotline, which okay. I have the phone number for that, which I could say now or towards yeah, the end. Yeah,
0: you've got um, go ahead and say it now, just in case anybody is already thinking yeah, about it.
1: Yeah. So I just called the number that it's one eight hundred it's eight 800- hundred three, two, two, eight, one, seven, four. And I was able to get connected with somebody who was able to help me through that process of figuring out usually how it works is that first they'll do an evaluation of your child. Okay. So speaking from my own, my own experience, because I have a history of it, mm-hmm automatically. Like I obviously expressed some concern there. Um, given that he wasn't responding to his name, like he should be, there were certain things that like he wasn't doing at the time that I'm like, okay, I'm worried. Uh, Yeah. Tell us
0: what things you did start to see before his first appointment.
1: Sure. So, um, so at, right around nine months, they typically say um, that, oh, they should, like, your your child should start babbling and do certain things, like, mm-hmm. mom, mom, dad, 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 certain, like, bop, bop, basic sounds. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that, like, he was doing that briefly for a time at around that time. Okay. And then he just stopped. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And he just stopped. And I'm thinking... And he was kind of like nonverbal and I'm like, okay. okay, this doesn't seem right Yeah, in my mind. I'm like something just doesn't, it seems off here. Mm-hmm. And just instinctively given my history, I'm like, yeah. I knew that that was something I needed to check out. And then combined with like me filling out that, that yeah. survey yeah. at the one year appointment, I'm like, maybe he is behind in a certain area. Yeah. So that's when I was like, okay, I need to do early intervention because the sooner that you can figure that out for your child and the sooner you can advocate for your child in that respect, mm-hmm. the more likely that if there was something that you can figure out a plan to help yeah. your child through that. So I, I just knew right off the bat what I needed to do, which was to be a big advocate for my child and figure it out.
0: That's great. And their brains are so tiny and they're so resilient. Yeah. And doing this early on is, I'm sure, putting him on the fast track to getting better and talking and babbling and all of that now.
1: Oh, that helps big time. So, since we've, so about a couple months after we called, he had an evaluation done, okay. which they deemed that, yes, like he totally can use. Some type of behavior. It's basically to put him in a behavioral therapy program. Okay. Uh, because he was so young when they had him evaluated, he could. He wasn't quite ready for speech therapy yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they put him first in a behavioral therapy program, which okay. helped for uh, my husband and I to be able to identify certain things that we can help him with. Okay. Um. So being able to teach him signs—that's a huge Ooh. piece. Okay. So being able to teach him like okay, you might not be able to communicate with words, but you can mm-hmm. communicate with signs. So teaching them okay. like, I want, yeah, um, things of that sort. So he had been getting better with that over time. And yeah. he does to this day still do a lot of the signs well. Uh-huh. And he has, and I will say that him being in this program, it's really helped a lot because he's been able to master his signs a lot better. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah. And then um, he's, eventually started to put some sentences together, but it's not consistent yet. Okay. Um, so I will definitely say that putting him in the program has helped for my husband and I to figure out ways to help him, to mm-hmm. enable him to use more language mm-hmm. and for us to be able to get him to be able to still not get as frustrated with us yes. when we don't understand his needs. because. We all as parents tend to be anticipatory of their need of, of, the, of every child's needs. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, he's, he's ready to like get whatever he needs. And you're like so inclined to get that water bottle for him or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. your child. And you're like, no, 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 I can't do that. Like, I need to get <laughs> him to ask me to do those things.
0: Yes. And so mm-hmm. that's,
1: and of course, the frustration is normal getting frustrated with them trying to ask you those things.
0: Yes. In whatever sure, way they yeah. can. Yeah. It's yeah. a
1: challenge. But, I will say that putting him in earlier intervention was very helpful, not just for him Mm -hmm. in order to, for him to develop his skills, but also for my husband and I to be able to learn how to identify certain behaviors and help him. That's great. That's
0: awesome. So was he doing before, um, the whole COVID-19 happened, was he going to classes or did you have people come to him?
1: Yeah. We had people come to him once a week. So, okay. um, so how it works with the New Jersey in early intervention is once you have your child is evaluated and they, at least in our case, like they deemed him like needing services. Okay. Then they, they, I had, you could either arrange to have it done at your dad daycare. If you have your child in daycare. Oh, okay. Or you can have it arranged so that you could do it through, for at home. Okay. So we opted to do at home once a week. Okay. We have a behavioral therapist that we well pre COVID we had a behavioral Aww. therapist come in, <laughs> um, and she would work with us about an hour um, for for a day once a week. Um, That's wonderful. Yeah, and she would just interact with him, get him to do what he does so normally, and we okay. try to teach him the signs and do whatever we need to do. She observes and basically says, "Okay, here are some things you could do to help."
0: Oh, nice. Okay, so there helping you once a week, but they're also giving you tasks to do with him for that week kind of yes, as like to practice. To practice. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. Exactly. That's good. Cause you know, kids his age, especially need like repetition and hearing it all the time. And I mean, they even do. with my four and a half year old, he still needs to hear it all the time. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's really great that they came out and did all of that for you. Oh yeah, definitely. And the fact is, is that like Yes. Like
1: at the very beginning of all this, like he wasn't responding to his name at all, like Mm -hmm. whatever, but over time he responds to his name now. And like, he's it's, it it definitely has helped. But the thing, I think the biggest thing to say is not every child's journey is the same. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing I have to instill is that like, yeah. And if you have like a slight inkling, something's up. When I like, I am in that mindset of like, I'd rather be safe than sorry, Absolutely. and like just call, even if you're like not 100 sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better to be like, I'm gonna call, get get your child evaluated, and mm-hmm. and you know, no matter what, you either find that oh, like things are okay, or oh, maybe we need a little bit of help. Yes. At which point, either way, you're getting it, and yeah. So- that's a good thing. And they're very supportive at the office to help you with what you need and advocate for your child.
0: Yeah. And it's a free like
1: evaluation, correct? The evaluation is, but once you go into the programs themselves, um, it's dependent upon your insurance. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So it it depends on like what your insurance will cover, but like usually like for me it's like a co-share. So it's like okay a percentage I have to pay for per visit. But oh nice. It it like I said, it varies drastically. Um and those mm-hmm. are all things that you'd have to talk to individually um with mm-hmm. each your case. Mm-hmm. Um you work you talk with your caseworker about what okay. you need and
0: oh that's awesome. And are these now like I said, I'm very ignorant about this. Are these actual like teachers coming or are they occupational therapists or yes, what kind of teachers? It? it?
1: really, it really depends on like what specifically um, was oh, needed for okay. your child. But yeah, for us in this case, yeah, it's a behavioral therapist, um, okay. occupational therapist. Um, sometimes you might need a speech therapist, um, okay. which if we, we, we have found out with our son, if he doesn't talk by the time he's like two, we okay. have determined that we might need to get um, a, like a speech therapist for him. Okay.
0: Too. On top of um, his, top of his occupation behavioral, therapist. Behavioral. Okay. behavioral therapist. Okay. So that's a lot too. So would that, would that make like two days a week that he's having potentially potentially. potentially. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Hey, I'm sure it's good for a schedule to have as well. Right?
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's true. It's just helpful. Yeah, for sure. To have that.
0: Um, so tell me, what are you guys doing now with the quarantine? I mean, we're all staying home. It's a crazy schedule. I know you're working from home. Your husband's working from home and obviously people aren't coming to your house. So how are they dealing with that now? (laughs) So
1: right now what they're doing is they're doing telehealth for that. So, um, we do two different ways. Um, if if our son's cooperative enough, we will mm-hmm. do like a, a, like a video session, kind of like okay. in the way you would with your computer or your phone or what have you, okay. we would do a normal session that way. Okay. Or, um, if we decide, eh, he's, he like, he's napping. Sometimes he naps through his therapy time. Okay. So when, or like some situation like that. So when that happens, we could turn it into like a, a strategy session where we talk about things that we're struggling with with him. Like if he, like one thing we're working on right now is he's climbing on a furniture and kind of like testing our limits. (laughs) 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 So like through strategies and plans with him about like, what we can do to help curb that. And like, what are some things that we're like,
0: maybe that's that's not the best strategy. So I kind of feel like that's also great for how you can kind of mix it up. Like if he's napping, that's great for you. And then you also Mm -hmm. get to talk to your therapist about like, some issues that you're having behaviorally, I think that's really great. Cause I kind of wish I had somebody like that (laughs) instead of having to ask my parents or my friends or Facebook, you know, so I'm grateful for that. (laughs) Me, I'm just like, get off of the couch. Like, you know, I'm yelling at them from across the room. So that's really great because obviously he doesn't understand he's not supposed to be doing it. So I'm sure that helps a
1: lot. Yeah, exactly. And the biggest thing too, is that like in all of this, as we've been learning over time about him, is that like he may be nonverbal, mm-hmm. but he actually is very good with problem solving.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: So, like, actually, in certain areas, we're finding that in certain, in certain places, like if you like, there's like a whole different like chart of like different um, skill sets and things that your okay. ch- like benchmarks that your child meets in certain categories he's above average in them for his age but like he's just not verbal so like Mm -hmm. like we could have a whole full-fledged conversation about I don't know oh the ice cream truck's outside like we don't really have to tell him much about the ice cream truck at all he'll hear the sound he'll run to the door and be like he knows it's ice cream oh wow okay yeah yeah like like there are certain things like we show him once he kind of knows like okay
0: maybe that's just shows that he'll be really extra smart when he's older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I like, don't have to tell him twice. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just funny how
1: that is. It really is, but he's just nonverbal at which Yeah. Point, yeah. We're just trying to encourage him to talk about talk. things and yeah, like we're exactly, my husband and I are trying, are like finding ourselves like spelling things out.
0: Like, Oh, okay.
1: Cause he kind of knows, like if we said ice cream, you know, he'd be like, okay. Yeah. my Ice cream. <laughs> Like, mom, where's my you're ice cream? Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but he so won't now say you're it, but I it. Just know oh We have God. to spell things because he knows. Like, if I said ice cream, he'll know to go to the freezer <laughs> and wait for it.
0: And I'm like, we have that issue <laughs> now. I think that's any child. And I think once you hit like one, two, when they start hearing, even like the tones of words, they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, or the, the ice cream man. The ice cream mm-hmm. man is honestly the veggie man in our neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and because at least at my mom's house, um at grandma's house, they always get ice cream from the ice cream shop. But now that we don't have it anymore, if we go mm-hmm. by like the park and they hear the noise, they're like the ice cream truck. I'm like, no, in Lumberton, it's the veggie truck. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so we kind of trick our kids, but that's funny. <laughs> can't, can't be having ice cream every single night. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I'm so excited. This has been so much information. I my brain is even exploding. Um It's really great to hear this as well because even some things like my children don't have IEPs. They, when we go through, um, all the questions Mm -hmm. on the doctor's office, like they're on track for everything. Um, but this is really great to know if we were to have more children in the future, like these are things that are available to us. Like I really, honestly, I would do the questionnaire and just be like, okay, they just want to know, you know what I mean? Like I never really thought it was about, you know, how they're developing and if they're on track and everything. So this is really great.
1: It doesn't have to be a mental thing either. It could be a physical milestone too. Like if they're just behind physically, like with fine motor skills too, that that can go along with it too. So it's not, it's not necessarily limited to just like mental things or like anything with language or what have you just happens to be like that. That seems to be like, tends to be the most common thing. Okay. People use that for, but like, yeah, there's, it's also an occupational therapy thing too. Like with oh, fine wow. motor, gross motor skills. So like, it's anything if you're like, Oh, my child's is behind in something. He just okay. use early intervention and they'll connect you to the right professionals to help you.
0: That's great. And it seems like it was very smooth sailing for you because you, you started it was, early <laughs> knowing all about this. Yeah. I mean, that it you was, needed.
1: Uh, yeah, it was a little rocky in the beginning to like get the actual evaluation, but okay. it, I think it was just like a timing thing. But once yeah. we got into the program and he got evaluated everything. And we got assigned with our uh, caseworker and with our therapist thanks. I've been great. Um, I can't complain. Our therapist has been wonderful working
0: with our son. That's Awesome. Yeah. And that's, that's important that they have a real connection with your child as well. Yeah. I mean, he loves her like anytime, anytime (laughs) they
1: like it's the phone now. So like anytime (laughs) I'm like, Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna get on the phone with her. He just Uh lights up. He's so excited.
0: That's great. So it seems like he's liking these classes. He's liking this therapies. He's liking his. Uh, therapist, you could call, I guess, a teacher as well. So yeah, you could. Yeah. That's really great. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to add? I answered all or asked all of my questions, but I would love to hear if you have any other advice for moms or if they have any questions at all, what can they do?
1: Oh goodness. I I guess my biggest piece of advice would be to say that, like, I think I mentioned this earlier on, but like, even if you have like a slight inkling that something's up, Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask yeah. your doctor, yeah, like hit your kid's doctor. Just
0: yeah. ask questions. And it, it takes a village, it really does take so a village. True. And when I you're heard, not getting, yep. <laughs> when I heard that statement, I was like, no, I can do it myself. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that true. After having baby number two, I was like, this really does take a village for everything in motherhood.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's very true. And and the biggest thing is if you're just not getting quite the right, like usually trust your gut. Cause if you're not getting the right answer or something doesn't feel right to you, chances are, that's probably true. Yeah. And I preach that to anybody who, if you're not even slightly sure Mm-hmm. Just do it because it is Absolutely. a resource that ultimately is there for you. Just yeah. call that number, and seriously, like they'll they'll help you. That's Best great. case, like you, you're like you're reassured that things are okay, and yeah. it's
0: there. You know, that's yeah. great. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alex. Tell everybody that phone number one more time, and I'll also post yes. it as a caption as well.
1: Yes. So the New Jersey Early Intervention Hotline I called again is 80-32-8174.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you, Alex. It was so great to see you and hear you. We haven't seen each other in so long. I know. It's crazy.
1: (laughs) Okay. Cooped up my house.
0: (laughs) I know. Well, we will chat again and we'll have you on the podcast again. All right. Yes. (laughs) All right. See you you. later. Bye. 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 Thank you.